Good evening and welcome to Celluloid Pudding Podcast or good morning or whenever you are listening to us. My, I am your host, Beth. What am I? I am your host, Beth. And my co-host, Sam, is here joining me. Hello, all. Good morning, yeah. afternoon, evening. And we are rounding out April Yabla Fest with the film The Concussion. Yes. And concussion 2013. Is a, oh, uh, yeah, that's right. 2013. You're because right. It's very confusing if you go to the 2015. Yeah, that's right. If film. You, the, <laughs> you know, learn all about head injuries. Yes. Uh, concussion syndrome. Um, so, Sam, I had watched this film and it was one of those films that I was like, oh, my God, you've got to see this film because yeah. I think you'd really love it. I Three years ago or. Right. I'm trying yeah. to think when. Uh, yeah, probably about three years. Well, probably three or four years ago. I rarely do this, Beth, but as you know, this was one of those films that I watched straight through beginning to end and then went right back to the beginning and watched <laughs> it a second time, just two times in a row. I was that impressed. Really? What about this film impressed you? What impressed me was that it was so, so very relatable. Um, it was it was sort of billed as an LGBTQ film, and I would not label it in, in any such way. Um, yes, the, the, the main characters are a female couple, but if you've been in a long-term relationship, and I think anybody who has knows how things can, you know, how you can become a little complacent, you fall into your roles, you know, maybe somebody's the earner, somebody's the wifey. Yeah. <laughs> um, the stay you know, at home. Uh, yeah. And uh, I really, really related to our main character, Abby. Uh, we have Kate and Abby Abelman, who are, I would say, upper middle class, well off. Yeah. Denizens of New Jersey. They've got it all. The kids, the great house, the greatly great appointments within the house. And they're both drop dead gorgeous. And they're hitting, you know, middle age. See, I, I didn't, I didn't pick up Drop Dead Gorgeous. I picked up really? kind of very attractive average. I, I, <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't um, mean like sort of, you know, yeah. fake gorgeous. Yeah. Beautiful though. Yeah. Uh, kind of this self-actualized. Very down to earth, grounded. Right. And uh, any woman, I guess, uh, right. every woman, not the uh, catwalk, uh, gorgeous which i don't even consider real but real beauty yeah right sort of the just an authenticity to the characters that yeah it seemed um, they they are a cliche in a way right yeah you know, Ab sort of the yuppie great yeah. yeah they're cli they're kind of the cliche but uh i guess because robin weigert is such a great actress uh, or actor that she becomes more than that in the film he, he, she, she does because even when she doesn't have a line just the way she'll look at, and there's a particular scene i think that we'll talk about and why yeah. it's called concussion and just the way she'll level a, a, a glance <laughs> at, at her wife and, and it's just i think we've all done this right <laughs> right really relatable you, you know they 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 live in jersey it's just like sam said and uh they they have the careers too don't they yeah. except that abby at the opening of the film Abby is not working. We find out what she does later, you know, what yeah. her career expertise is in later. Yeah. But Kate is a, a, a 
it sounds like she's a therapist, right? Very she's high a level. divorce attorney, I thought. Because at one point she needs to show the... That's or, right. Mm. Yeah, so she's so. highly, highly successful, sought-after person. Um, she's a bit chilly. She's a cool cat. Yeah, she's a cool cat. Not in a bad way. I mean, just you can tell very intellectual, but that's very also... cerebral, self-possessed, you know, put yeah. together, well put together. And that's probably why Abby was attracted to her to begin with, right? Yeah. Put together but, woman. Oh, I don't know. Or maybe she was more fun in the beginning. And mm. I, what I don't know after, and I've seen it a number of times now, I don't know how long they had been married at the point where. Oh, good we're question. In. Good question. They, have, they seem to have a kid around eight and, and 10, maybe two kids, eight and 10 ish. Yeah. Let's what see. The son, the son is the oldest. The daughter looks like she's about eight i'm, I'm so old-fashioned i'm thinking so they must have gotten married after before well, the kids came along. no with the film coming out <laughs> you know, yeah. in, in uh, 20 2013 no it it didn't happen like that no so. no so uh this is uh this film i i made a mistake in our last pod i said that it's a rose trophy film it is not a rose trophy film stacy passon yes wrote and directed it Trokey, Rose Trokey uh, is a is the producer. Rose Trokey of uh, Go Fish fame. That was her first independent film that yeah. she directed. I believe she wrote it too. And she's behind, you know, one of the creative minds and generative minds behind L Word and L Word's success. Oh, I I didn't as, know that. As well, yeah, as well as other independent films that deal with sexuality and gender. And Stacy Passon. Oh, 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 that's who you mean. Yeah, uh, Rose, yeah, I was talking I about Rose Trophy before. Okay. Okay. Stacy Passon, uh, who wrote and directed the film, has uh, got her start doing commercials, but she she actually had uh, direct, directed episodes of Transparent. I don't know if you remember that is that. such a fantastic I, I i when i started digging for this episode the first time i watched a few years ago i didn't do the digging because why would i but um we weren't talking on, on a podcast but i i realized I, I saw her second credit as transparent and said whoa because that that is one of those shows that just blew me away it's, she's you know and it really brought out um jeffrey tambor right and, and and his great talents it's just such a phenomenal series she's directed episodes of transparent the last tycoon halt and catch fire mm -hmm. which had a uh you know i don't even think the series is still on but it had a brief cult following yeah. uh billions and uh, back in 2018 she did some directing of the punisher american gods Tales of the Your City, favorite. and recently, yeah, this shocked me. Yeah, Dickin me too. I Dickinson. know where you're going. Dickinson, <laughs> yeah. which is, this a is such an awesome treatment of the subject, isn't it? Wonderful series that early on when we started the podcast, I was raving about when we were talking about what are you watching? So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. guys, if you have not checked out the Dickinson series that wrapped up, it's only we are, of course, talking about the great M, Emily. M Emily Dickinson. It's on Apple. There's three seasons. It's all up there. It's wonderful. Check it out. It's great. It's it's a little weird at first because you're in period costume or they're in period mm -hmm. costume and of the times, but the younger generation has modern kind of a modern way there's of a, speaking. There's a twist to the relating. language. Yeah. It's a blend. It's a blend sort of a, a period language, period appropriate language, but also slang from today. Yeah. Uh, 
And at first it, I was like, no, no, I can't accept that. But I, but it, it works. It works. It does. It, yeah. They massage it into you pretty good. It's, it's great. I really enjoy the series. Really enjoyed it. But, and yeah. it's funny because I will, I still have not watched the end of that series. I just don't want to, because I, I don't I, want it to, to end. end. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really charming. And yeah. And this woman is is crazy, uh, crazy talented, Stacey right. Pessa. And I don't yeah. think I knew she's not really a household. Maybe she There's is a household not. name, but I, I didn't know her. Exciting thing coming up. She is doing a series for stars called The Serpent Queen, which is based on the life of Catherine de Medici, Ooh. who uh, was About a woman time. who as a child was married into the French court into unfortunate circumstances because apparently the king or the prince that she was married to at the time was in love with an older woman so didn't really care for Catherine Medici at the time and also she could not get pregnant she could not conceive which was unfortunate Major, for her uh, sin for all women but uh, had an interesting 30-year reign so yeah. that that's pretty cool and I'm looking forward to it so the, the serpent queen well. serpent queen Queen, uh, which uh, Stacy Passon, that's her next project coming up. And it should be, it's saying the release will be 2022. Oh, cool. Yeah. So this is th sometime year. this year, okay. hopefully it hits right around the time. Cause I, I was checking for dead ringers to see when that had I a release wait date. for that. I can't do You say it differently. We say wise. I say, say we say, say wise. Tomato, tomato. Potato. <laughs> I asked Herbert how he would be. I have a German spousal, and he said he would pr pronounce it Weigert, and uh, and then we were kind of like, is it Weigert or Weigert? It's it's Weigert, I believe. Yeah, because the I coming after the E would be the yeah. I, and I don't know. Americans do silly things with right. their pronunciations. So let's get. Know. Let's just you know we're just gonna jump into the film because. Uh, that's a that's that's enough background. Okay. <laughs> I think for this film. I think so. It's an indie film. I just love the film. I think it's great. And I think everything Sam says applies. It is it is you can't just pit, once you've seen the film, you can't just pigeonhole it in uh just oh, it's a great LGBTQ film. It's, no, a, it's, great it's a great film marriage about story. Uh, marriage it's... story. Uh, a great midlife crisis story, um. midlife crisis story, a, a great sort of know thyself type of journey. And a polemic or or not, um, Stacey Passon says it's not a polemic against the institution of marriage. But I think I, I think viewers can go either way on that on that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think she leaves it pretty, pretty open. Yeah. I don't feel you don't feel claustrophobic at the end. You know, usually oh. if that is the, the case, you feel sort of like a, a, almost claustrophobic about yeah. the choice or the, the ending. Yeah. What are the options for the it characters? Had a great, it had one of those endings I like. I, I, I don't like the Pat Hollywood ending. Yeah. We won't tell you or maybe we will because we always spoil right. things, but we always we're not it. there yet. Uh, All right. It's, it's a sweet spot too. 96 minutes yeah. running time is a sweet spot for this film. Right. It feels like it goes really quickly. You know, one thing, and I don't have the name of the editor, but one of the things that I took for granted while I was watching the film, there's a lot of cuts going back and forth between the, you know, all the different narratives in Abby's life. Cause Abby is the main character that Robin Weigert's, you know, plays Abby. She's the main character yeah. Yeah. and it's really her journey. And, um, 
so, and so she's, you know, trying to dovetail all these things <laughs> are going yes. on in her life, parenthood, marriage, um, business, uh, being um, on the school, uh, councils for yeah or, or yeah. you know pta pta's <laughs> on the PTA. stuff and and her the crazy I, I wanted to ask you something i'm on the board it, of my synagogue <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it. by the way stacy passon is, is very proud of her her jewish heritage and i think she brings a lot of that into just in a casual way not in an overt way yeah no not overtly in an integrated organic way into, yeah. into the film as well yeah. the sensibilities i think culturally so what were you going to say Sam? I, I had something to say. Let me say the spin class. All right. The film, <laughs> there, there's a lot of attention paid to the spin class, this crazy housewives, the wifey spin class. Like we've got to keep our bodies fit while our, our women are out earning the bucks. And it, it was just women and men because it, it were there men in that too. I don't know. No, well, all of their friends are straight at the, at the dinner parties. Pretty much. Even they were Prue? all they were all heterosexual. I don't think Prue was, was she, the blonde. Was she mm, the blonde? No, no, no. The redhead, she, the blonde, I and the brunette. I think she was heterosexual. <laughs> okay. Um, the movie starts with uh, the reason for the title of of the the movie, right? Confession. Right. Her, they're out playing in the park or something with their kids, and right. um, I guess the, her son whips a a baseball at her head. <laughs> Super high force. <laughs> enough to give her a concussion and they go to to the hospital to take care of that but i think that sets in motion her thoughts yes and her feelings of maybe disenchantment with marriage and also her feelings about possibilities yeah so she's open she's sending radio i don't know signals to the world like i'm open to new experiences now i think yeah she um i love the very very beginning the credits and then the song is that david bowie oh god i wondered that you know what i meant to which song was it i, I owe you oh you pretty things and I, uh, what surprises me shiny. is they, it's an independent film and they got the rights to that song so i wonder if they just asked him directly and he said yeah sure which i can see bowie saying for 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 stacy yeah, right. yeah all right mate yeah i can see him doing that i can easily see him doing that he is um, a god it's great so there's this slow motion you see them in spin class it it really it kind of sets the it you, you do get the setting the 2010s or early 20 teens right because spin was like so popular then i felt like they were going to the coal mines every time they went to the spin class like yeah. here we go are sloughing off our not not that one of them has an ounce of of, of any adipose oh, tissue yeah. but but they're all just working it and yet they're not getting anywhere on a stationary bike which i think is also a metaphor for something but uh, the camera's just panning and showing these beautifully wonderfully fit women in their 30s yeah. and 40s yeah. and uh, and then it and then the next thing you see is is them doing like impossible yoga poses you know just really yeah. super advanced yoga pose yeah yeah and then there's a slight the camera pans and then you see like houses housetops trees and then the beginning mm -hmm. you hear like kind of a moan and then is that a moan of a class well done or just sort of seeping over into uh, another you you uh, see that sort of like uh somnambulistic you know very yeah. sleepy vill oh yes the, the i know house, what you mean now the house tops and then yeah. you hear a little bit of a moan and you, your brain kind of goes one thing 
but then you see them coming down the driveway and the end yeah. and yeah. uh Weigert has something on her head and they're in the Bleeding car profusely and <laughs> and she snaps at her <laughs> yeah, excuse me she snaps at her child you know he's he says i didn't mean to mom really didn't you think uh they're throwing a projectile at high speed at my head might might hurt me and yeah. she um she calls him a little shit you little shit and later at the, I love when they're waiting in the ER, right. just uh, Kate and, and Abby and Kate, the lawyer says, I think you're a little harsh on the kids. And Abby doesn't say anything. She just turns full face to Kate <laughs> and you can see her big bloody concussion head. And I right. think that just says it all like, really? He had it coming. It, it is like the best deadpan look. It's um, the best. Yeah, when, um. Kate, Kate is just, you know, weren't you a little hard on the beef ward? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Robin, Robin Weigert's That's, character. That moment is where I said, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I relate to this person. And the paper towels are, are literally glued to the blood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just sticking to her face. And Weigert doesn't say a word. It's just the look she gives. It's yeah. just so brilliant. A withering look. Yes. Yeah. It's brilliant. So she's been, like you said, concussed her, you know, the waveform. Yeah. I, I, I almost took it like the waveform of her life has yeah. just <laughs> disrupted. Yeah. And, um, and now, now she's open to she is. different signals. Yeah. Her little bubble has been smashed open and she's, she's ready to receive right. or to give as the case may be. Yeah. What is our, what is the line? There's a line coming up that we both love and I never, I'm not going to get it right. She has a dear friend named Prue, right? Mm, yes. Who I guess writes for parenting magazine or something. Yes. Like that. Yes. Is that what she writes for? Yeah. Shortly after the, uh, the incident with the uh, head, head injury, <laughs> you see her just trying to, you know, just get through, right. Yeah. Doing the typical. Oh, these are such great little, like, snapshots like yes. sitting next to the matterhorn of laundry that needs to be folded right or grocery reading shopping. while vacuuming who can do that um, yeah gro grocery shopping you know just she's just grabbing the ground beef and throwing yeah. it throwing it in the the cart and uh and then she winds up you know trying to pick up her kid and all the all of the friends yeah. all of her girlfriends in the neighborhood who are all I think they're all straight yeah. or just, yeah, I do. And they, they're all like looking at her, like, let's see, let's see, <laughs> let's see the damage. <laughs> and, um, she's like, no, no, I can handle I, I love the scene with the teacher too. I, I do too. You, you, do you have to celebrate elderly, <laughs> small, you know, diminutive teacher, right. uh, suspicious of her. Like we got some complaints last year from people who thought we were pagans and I never know right. what y'all are you're going to say to me. There's these great little jokes just about uh, parenting, I think, in t mm -hmm. today, you know, even though this film was, it was in 2013, I could see where that, that joke still plays pretty well about the, so no witches, but cats and pumpkins are <laughs> Just make sure all confections are in orange or black. And she, she, you can see she's got these cool shades on these sort of Foster Grant looking. She I looks guess. so yeah. badass. She just comes cruising in with her, like with her perfect hair, but it's not yeah. like perfect. It's, it's just, but she's got the leather jacket, the shades yeah. on. And she's looking at this, this little teacher, like, are you kidding me? This is, this is my life. Okay. Black or orange paper for confections. No, yeah. which has got it. Yeah, but uh, so she goes over to 
then it flashes to her sitting with her friend Prue, who apparently, like Sam said, is writing for, for Parenting Magazine. And what's the yeah. line? Oh, she's trying That's to get helpful articles hints from- for parenting, the art of parenting, I guess. Right. What is yeah. it? <laughs> Little anecdotes. And I don't know if she dreams it or just thinks it. Does she say she has a dream or that no, she, she th- her friend is reading it back to her? Like this oh is my what God. can this I get is, it right? I, I wonder. This is what Abby wrote to submit for Parenting yeah. Magazine. Yeah, I I dream that I I put him in the microwave. Something about, talking about her baby, and she yeah. doesn't know whether to kill him, fuck him, or eat him. And, <laughs> and she basically says as much to Prue, who says, "Yeah, not quite what we're looking for." In maybe something like homeopathic medicines. For yeah, cough yeah, just or something a little more gentle than like fuck, just, kill, or eat my child. Yeah. And and of course she doesn't mean it. She's not a bad person. She's just super honest and has probably is probably saying aloud what what every mother has thought at some point right. about, about their child. Yeah, just the the whole I'm speculating here. So so daunting. But she doesn't. Isn't that brought on by a dream of her putting him in the microwave? Yeah, she does write. That. She writes in the submission for Prue yeah. that she had this dream. Okay, and a about putting him in the microwave. It's we really funny. And Prue is a great lessons. friend because she doesn't yeah. judge her. She just says, <laughs> maybe for the publication, we might want to, maybe you could yeah. think of something a little. Focus you know. on, you know, diet, um, tricks to get him to eat their vegetables. You know, just like, yeah, yeah. this is not appropriate for parenting magazine. No. Keep it simple. It's not. And then uh, uh, Abby gives her best sort of like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Like, okay, I, I get it. But there, there's this great, again, being very relatable, this great sense that she's very comfortable in her skin, the way she right. sits, the way she walks, the way she spins, you know, everything. It's it's that uh, it's great physical actor, yeah. physical embodiment of the of the role, the character, not and not overdone, just so natural. She comes across yeah. as such a believable yeah, this person. is somebody you know you could meet somewhere in a coffee shop, which is important in the film. Or would too, be your would next like door neighbor. Yeah. You just, she just fully inhabits that character. Yeah. One of the things that, uh, because what happens is, as as they were going to the hospital, and she yells at her kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, she starts repeating. I don't want, I don't want this, or I don't want to do this, or I don't, she says it over and over and over again. Yeah. And then after the whole ordeal, she's like, I'm going back to work. Yeah. And then she lets Kate know that this, this is what we're doing. This this is is not breadwinning work necessarily. We we get the sense that Kate is the, she brings in the big cash, right. With, with her profession and her discipline. I don't know about that. I I get the impression that. that that Abby's hobby is flipping houses. She flips houses, but later on, Prue says, oh, you know, she's flipped six other houses successfully before. So when okay. she flips, she, and there's this interesting part at the very end of the film where she's actually on, on uh, either a, probably a video chat with somebody. And yeah. it sounds like she's almost doing consulting with them. Okay. Because they're talking about gray versus beige, and and it's, but it's sort yeah. of a parallel to like the emotions that are are you know, yeah. roiling in her head. Yeah. And uh, but for inside. those who flip houses, obviously you've got enough capital to be able to flip them. Yeah. In the first place, so I, I don't know. I I, I got the impression when she told Kate, "I'm going back to work." 
Kate says something like, I think that'll be good for you or, or just something very nominal, like not, not overly enthusiastic, just like, good, you should do something. You should, that's, that's adorable. You should go flip your little houses. <laughs> I really got that vibe. Tell me. I'm, uh, it's right. I'm just saying doing. her wife viewed it as it seemed to me a cute hobby that kept her busy and fulfilled. Mm. I think they come from money and. Oh, no, I didn't get that sense at all. Okay. okay. I didn't get that sense at all. Maybe Kay, but I, I, I might, I, I might don't. be projecting onto them a little bit. I think bit. you are projecting <laughs> yeah. onto them. If she successfully flips six houses. Yeah. And they live in the Jersey. house that they're living yeah. in. Yeah. Which is that's that, that house is, oh my God, I can't even imagine how much that yeah. house would be worth today in, in and, 2022 prices. Oh yeah. Um, and I, and I guess the one, well, the funny I thing mean, is her, she has a helper um, name. Well, shoot. Help Justin. me, Justin. And I guess his his line every time they enter a new one is, you know, what a shithole. And he always <laughs> says this because <laughs> that's like his good luck sentence or something. But yeah, but always what a shithole. And then they turn them into these beautiful spaces. And and you also need to consider she's flipping property that the space that she's flipping in this movie is in yeah. the city. And that yeah. ain't cheap at all. A loft in the city. Yeah, that's not cheap at all. That's no. that's big bucks. So she knows what she's doing. As far as flipping goes, she knows what yeah. she's doing. So he's sort of, I think he's a little younger, the helper guy. Um, yeah, or handyman, <laughs> fix-it guy. He's sort of in law school, right? And what would you say, 30th? If he's in law school? I don't know if 30? he's in law school or if, who, if he's just dating from, that's in law school. Or she's pre-law. Right? I, I think he he met her in, in one of his classes. And she's just oh. called the girl, right? Okay, that's right. Yeah. But before that, uh, Abby has a few experiments or a couple of experiments, right? Well, she gets the place first to flip. Yeah. It's like she goes on this path. She doesn't really know where she's going to wind up. So she gets yeah. the space first and yeah. then she begins her journey. Well, well, there are two uh, experiments before she embarks on her personal journey, though. One with a sex right. worker who is right. she, she's actually grossed out by right. this first encounter. Uh, I guess the girl is into some drugs. She's really right. cute, I think, but um, but says you want to party a little bit, and and I think, and we see after this, after this interaction, her down in the shower and then getting down on her knees and sort of looking for dirt in the corners of the bathroom right. obsessively i think i think too we're missing the they were missing an important part oh originally we see like everything's everything's great she hasn't bought the house yet she says she wants or the apart loft space yet yeah. she says she wants to go back to work <clears throat> we do see her and kate in in bed oh yeah. and she wants yeah. to be physically close with her partner and all kate can do is roll over and stick her hand down and she pants. actually falls asleep she falls during, asleep. <laughs> right? which is right. about the worst insult you can. <laughs> and there's a lot of cuts. Yeah. She gets the space. She We're talking about her wife, Kate, falls yeah. asleep, not our main girl. Abby. Yeah. She, she gets the space. She takes Justin to the space. He calls it a shithole. She's, you know, going back and forth, running errands related to the space, running errands related to her life. And then you then you have another scene where she's walking down the city street and she's a she's a couple. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was very a powerful to me. Yeah. And 
she just kind of stops and she checks her reflection in, in a store. Puts on some glass, lipstick too. Puts on like, some, you know, yeah. something. And then for me, it, one of the most powerful moments in the film, she's on the treadmill. Yeah. And oh my God. And, yes. And I it's forgot about that. Like, yeah. Yeah. And to me, the, the, the treadmill scene is the culmination of all of those little pieces that you're putting together as far as like, what is going on with her? What is her deal? Yeah. So she hits and increases the speed of the treadmill again, Beep. again, again, Beep. again, to the Beep. point where, and Weiger is really doing this, right? Yeah. She's just running like she's got it like crazy flat out running to where she just throws up on the treadmill. She, she, I think she has to hit emergency stop at yeah. that point, right? Because, yeah. you know, it's going so fast. And there's a part of her that is just exploding inside. Yeah. yeah. And she's trying to run it off. There's something she's trying through spin through this, through all of these physical acts, trying to get something out of it and, and not hitting on the right thing. Right. Just exhausting herself. And this, this is, I love Beth, the way it's cut with these fast scenes and then her sitting on the bed with the pile of laundry or her right. sitting, doing some domestic, you know, nonsense, not the nonsense, but the things we have to do, you know? I will contemplate right. the laundry. I will contemplate where the phone is. On yes, the, end the table. Matterhorn. <laughs> I just like to know how you can read in vacuum. I, I love can that. Answer I love that, that for scene. Me. <laughs> I love that shot of her vacuuming low light in yeah. her living room and trying to read a book at the same time. It's great. Just great. I love her direction. I love Stacey yeah. Poisson's direction. Yeah, it's it's really great. So it 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 really feels you never have this, you know, how in some movies you have the temptation to look at your watch, like how far into this are we? It's, right. you're so, you're so drawn into this film from, from moment one, you're yeah. engrossed. There's a real intimacy to this film that I enjoy. Yeah. All you see is a cut, you know, this, this, all this stuff is going back and forth. And before she meets the, um, the pro, she said, I got your number from a friend. All you hear, all you see is her driving in the car and talk. So she must've got the phone number from Justin, right? Well, well, first she she has a second experience after the dirty, and and okay. that is the only thing that I would say. This is this film was in 2013. We did yeah. not have the awareness in terms of like the language with which we would refer to. If this film were made today, I'm pretty sure she would leave the. I want my hooker name to be Eleanor. I don't think is, so. I think I could totally see I don't you or she, I saying I, my. I think my hooker name is going to be. Uh, I I'm saying that would stay, but yeah. The, oh oh. Yeah. But the that the other comment, I don't um, she smelled she, you know, I, they would have she I was think, found a diff, different way to write that. I still think they would have found a different way to write individuals it. are individuals, what, no matter what your line of work. And she found In this experience really off putting make that obviously. film today. Anyhow, she felt that this woman That's was my dirty. feeling. We then see her in getting um, tested right for. Yeah, uh, so she. Nice good yeah she um well she says something about have a good trip and she goes i'm supposed to get three more of these and she's like yeah well <laughs> then i was also... confused like are you getting hormone replacement therapy or are you getting um tested for <laughs> i don't <laughs> know guys, you know or she, is she getting vaccinated for everything that was the other thing i'm like what what is going on there but, no, they but are... at one point the nurse or doctor whoever it is says and you're being careful oh yes i'm very careful yeah 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 so but at first it's I weird. thought hormone replacement she'll sort of rev up her, I don't know. So she feminine energy. Yeah. She has the bad first experience. Yeah. And then she can kind of can she confesses it to Justin. 
Oh, so, okay. So she must not have gotten the phone number from Justin. And he asked her, what's the deal? Yeah. <laughs> what's your deal? And yeah. the, what, what is your and Kate's deal? Yeah. And yeah. as far as marriage goes, this is something you and I talk about a lot. Yeah. The big mystery of marriage. We like, like to say, we, we, we call <laughs> upon a, a BBC series, BBC series called Portrait of a Marriage. And so our whole platform for the thought of marriage, the institution of marriage is portrait of a marriage. What is a marriage? What is the institution of marriage? And I think that that most marriages do not conform to that ideal that we see of the forever person. Sam is articulating something that I think she and I have concluded and have come come to believe is just very true is that most marriages are one thing <laughs> one thing on the on the surface yeah we're not knocking anybody if you have a you know if if you if you found that ideal well, that, i mean good awesome yeah. but it, for me i think marriage is a lot about concession and what you what you're willing to <laughs> And we know historically and that sounds that, awful, that but marriage it's not. for love is is a very recent thing, right? It it was household yeah. hold economics and, right. and and a lot of other factors, and love was dead last. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, convenience and and economics were were you know historically at, at the front of the thing, but we have a very romantic notion of marriage these days, and that's or, yeah. a long. It's a tall. It's a tall order. Yeah, to put that on a partner be my everything. Mm -hmm. That is kind of a, yeah, Sam, that's an excellent point. That is a tall order. So Justin hooks her up, doesn't he? He does. He's well, first of all, he says, uh, she tells Justin, why can't I keep his real name is Jonathan Tchaikovsky and (laughs) Tchaikovsky sticks in my head because I don't think they're, he was related to the musician, but uh, that sticks in my head. He says something, she, she relays her bad experience to Justin. And he says, uh, you can do much better than that. Wait till you get a load of Gretchen. <laughs> and this girl, boy, time. does she get a load of Gretchen. Gretchen yeah. is this really tour de force. Yeah. Right. Gretchen is a pro, a yeah. pro, pro, a pro. Yeah. She's what you would call in the olden days, a high class call girl, I guess. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's like, oh, and you want to see me again? And she's like, oh, this is kind of a splurge. $200. <laughs> Yeah. And, and the funny thing is she comes to her apartment, right? Um, to the, or, that's, the, or is that the usual? Gretchen comes to her loft apartment yeah. that she's fixing up. Fixing up, yep. And, and there's also an evolution of the loft as, as yes. the film and her, her behavior evolves. And it becomes more and more her personal space, her room. It starts out with just sort of a bed. Yeah, it's very duvet. sparse in the very beginning when yeah. she meets with Gretchen. Yeah. And then uh, because she does not her very first encounter with uh, the woman that she probably got from back, you know, found on back pages, which was probably still a thing in, in uh, 2013. Yeah. Um, she met her at her probably a hotel room. Um, but when she meets Gretchen, she meets her in, in the loft and it's just very sparse. Right. Just like white paint. Everywhere. And, and you're Primer. probably thinking Gretchen <laughs> is this. um Scandinavian looking blonde haired blue eyed thing because of the name but no she's she's this beautiful um I don't know what her background would be long dark hair and these chocolate eyes and 
um, just a lovely win- winsome, winsome. Is, winsome million dollar smile. Like, like Beth has, Beth has the million dollar smile. She's clean and that's very important. And I don't know if this is offensive to people or not, but no, but it's uh, important to Abby that, that she's it's very certainly clean. important to Abby. Yeah. We get it. Like you had pointed out, she's like picking up hair in the corner of the bathroom when she's done yeah. taking a shower. See, there's and, a and kind of looking at it forensically like, oh, yeah, God. there's this OCD it's, quality to yeah. Abby. They have it's a great line afterward, isn't there? What What's the With line? Gretchen. Gretchen says, you know, you didn't have to do that. And <laughs> <laughs> Abby says, what? She says, uh, you, you didn't have to give me an orgasm. I think she says it in a different way. <laughs> Again, Robert yeah. Weiger is just so brilliant in film. She's yeah. I like that. I like that. Just very relatable. You know what? I was confused at first. I was I like, like well, I think she likes that she gave her pleasure, or maybe she mm-hmm. likes that she doesn't have to give her pleasure, that somebody would just service her. So it could work both ways to me. I think, she, I think you get you know. the impression, like, you know, Weigert's character, Abby's been out of out of out of it for a while there. So yeah. I think she's just like Oh, I didn't forget how to do that. Good for <laughs> yeah. me. Good for me. Still got it. Still got it. Gretchen works for the girl, right? Gretchen works for the girl. And, and says something to oh, Abby. That's like, right. She says, you know, there, you know, you might want to think about there's a market. There's a market. Or maybe for she you. tells Justin that and he tells her. Now I'm getting confused. Um she hmm. basically tells her, hey, you're pretty good and you're pretty hot. But I think yeah. what happens is it. Uh, it gets relayed back to Justin's girlfriend, who is the the girl, right? Yeah. Who is sending, she's basically the madam, sending yeah. these women out. For... When do you hear about the madam? But before we go there, can I just say one thing? What? This made me cry. Um, Gretchen comes into, into Abby's loft room and and they, they're sort of sizing one another up. And Gretchen says to Abby, you're so beautiful. And Abby demurs like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. But but I think she hasn't heard a compliment, a, a sexy com- compliment in yeah. so long that that she's, you know, it takes her a few minutes to, you know, uh, Gretchen approaches her, puts her arms around her, says, may I, may I kiss you? Yeah. Uh, asks very politely. And it takes her a few moments before she'll uh, reciprocate and put her arms around Gretchen. It's been so long since somebody has treated her like a real woman. Right. And- that just that shot me through the heart. Yeah, the physically, um, again, the physical acting. Weiger almost recoils, like she puts her hand just sort of on her side, and yeah. she just sucks her abdomen back, like yeah, like please don't, you know. Yeah, and and then she does the stomp with the. <laughs> oh, I love the stomp, <laughs> which like, I thought was great. Oh, yeah. Like whoa, uh, I forgot I no, had those really nerve great. endings. Yeah. yeah, like wow. And um, no, she's just a she's just it's a great so powerful. By, it's yeah. so powerful. All those little body subtleties that um, yeah. are in her performance. That's that's why it's it just yeah. just makes the film for me. Did you pick up on the dinner party after all this sort of like all this stuff's going on with her and Justin and the girl and she's yes, and she possibly, has to keep possibly the take life on- face on her game face on for the dinner party. Because I mean, there are a couple of dinner parties to me. There are a couple of dinner parties, but the first one I found interesting because they're all sort of, first of all, she caters the food or caters some of the food. Yeah. Right. The artichokes. Yeah. And then it's, uh, and it's mostly 
her entertaining Kay's friends. Kay's couple. It is. Kay yeah. does not say a lot, does she? She sort of receives information and gives back minimally, but she's happy, I think. Yeah. She's just, she's just not an extrovert, you know. And she's Kay's sitting there talking with a colleague about the, oh, I finally took the Myers Briggs. And I know. <laughs> And and in the meantime, Abby's getting shit faced and comes, you know, ambling up to her. Hi, y'all. She's she drunk, kiss, you know. Sweet, and you know, she's really looking kind of sweet and amorous and uh, delightful. Prue notices this, and there's a very important line. Yeah, that uh, comes comes, later. Yeah, it comes in the second party, the second dinner party. I think. Yeah. (laughs) We just just had a little break. We We did. Nine hundred ninety-six plays. Finally. Yeah, I want to celebrate it <laughs> a thousand. But but what shall we do? I don't know. We we're probably gonna do I don't know. A thousand plays. That's quite quite an achievement. We think we think we it's think pretty damn for, good. For small potatoes, we're not doing bad. Yeah, we're not we're plugging along. We're we're the little engine that could and we, can we, and yep. will. And will. Yeah. Yes. But uh that back, first the concussion. Get back to concussion. <laughs> back to concussion. I guess uh, that first dinner party. So yes, uh, they're all. She's highly cerebral, and I think Abby is highly sensual. So you've got a sensual being and a cerebral being. Yeah, I found I found her friends a little irritating because they were talking about they're they're all straight. Yeah, not that there's any. All of our friends are straight. All of our couple friends are straight. They're, through you know through the entire history of our marriage, our closest couple friends have been straight. Yeah. But they're, you know, they're talking about limelight and all the places they used to go in the city when they were young. And what is limelight? Uh, It was a big bar back in the day. Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah. So it was was pretty popular. They didn't mention the cubby hole. They mentioned something else. Now I've been to the cubby hole. Is that Uh, New York or Jersey? Yeah, that's in New York city. Okay. In the village. Um, I have been to the cubby hole back in the heyday of the cubby hole. I don't even know if the cubby hole is still there. I don't know what it would be like to go and hang out in the village now. I don't either. I was 16 the last time I saw it. So not of age to do anything fun. And yeah, this film gave me. No, I was in New York as an adult. I'm sorry. I was just thinking of my, I don't know what I was thinking. Mental gap, mental gap. But it, I got not winsome, but wistful for a lot of I had a lot of feels with this film yeah, yeah. a lot of feels but yeah I I don't know I don't I didn't care for the the, the friends although I like um, Prue. yeah Prue is nice Prue is real and genuine and then who's the guy well there's a guy to- who kind of crush is that Prue's husband he kind of crushes I, on Abby it, I think it, it it's cute it's cute but I think that's the second dinner party Yes, the second dinner. He wants to hear a sexy lesbian college meetup story. (laughs) How did you know? Um, We'll get to that. So she decides she's going to turn pro, (laughs) but not for the money. I love I love. uh, Oh, Emily is Emily Kinney plays uh, the when she finally meets her. Emily Kinney plays the girl. And it's not what you expect. You expect some very (laughs) Yeah, an older woman, first of all, and a well, a refined woman and, you know, a madam. Right. And and you get legally blonde, basically. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's uh, let me see if I can get this. She's I also wanna... in law school. Yeah. Emily Kinney of uh, The Walking Dead fame. She played Beth in The Walking Dead. She hit for oh, something. That's, crazy. Wow, that was Beth. Yeah. 
for oh. something like five seasons, she had a, a significant Beth. role in I The Walking Dead. I did not draw the well, same. Maybe, maybe longer, actually. Yeah. Great. Uh, I don't know what she's doing lately. Great actress, though. Young, a terrible great, death in Walking Dead. Yeah. Great young talent, though. Uh, so she plays the girl. And, and, and she plays an excellent ditzy girl. <laughs> Somehow she's in law school, too, though. Definitely a different character than the when she plays in Walking Dead. When, when Abby asks her for her professional advice, she kind of looks at her and says, maybe use some more moisturizer. That's what my mom says anyway. You yeah. Know, so. And she, and Abby gets this look like, great. Yeah, You're comparing does. me to your mother. Great. So, so she, um, she tells Justin, she's like, I want to meet them first for coffee. And he's like, yeah. highly unorthodox. <laughs> yes. I'm going to meet them first for coffee. And then she uh, wants you, veto power, veto power or what would be another reason though? Because I, I was thinking exactly the reason that that her first one didn't work out, I think. But she rejects the first one for being too too young, young looking. She's, She's like, sitting there with her homework for Christ's sake, uh, yeah, highlighting things in her notebooks. Freaks out. Yeah. Um, and he's like, Don't worry, there'll be another one tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but I do think there's another reason why she wants to have coffee with them first. I think she wants to to avoid the awkwardness and and she as we find out it's not just straight up sex for her or or any of the women she's with. Yeah, she has to establish some sort of knowing them. Yeah. A rapport before she can yeah, a rapport before she can become physically intimate with them, which I found interesting. And and all of them find it very awkward to have the coffee. And they're all yes. inexperienced, I think they've never done this before. That's the impression that I get. She learns, I think, about herself with each encounter. Yeah. And each encounter is beautiful and unique in its own way. And let's start with the first one, Sam. Beyond the uh, the one that was too young? Yeah, because she flips out. The very first she, she one flips that Justin out. sends her to, she's like, hell no. So so the second one she's <laughs> at the coffee shop with is a obviously a student. The second one is the student as well. Maybe mm-hmm. she's 21 or, or so, but right. not much older than that. And she's a heavy set girl really beautiful face and beautiful hair, but she admits that she has never been with anybody, that she has a, a kind of body dysmorphia, though I don't think she uses that term. She's in some sort of sociology class, I guess, where they're meant to draw their uh, parts. And she wants to break yes. out this sort of dossier of the of the drawings. And Abby quickly says, that, that, no, no, please, I don't need to see that. Thank you. Um, just describe it to me. And the young woman says, I, I have zero experience and I'm, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. And yeah. She, in this, in that class, she's supposed to draw her private parts basically, yeah. but then she draws a bubble around it. Yeah. And, and she says, that's yeah, very significant. Nothing yeah, gets in. Yeah. I've never I been kissed. I'd, I don't, you know, and I just start to wonder if this is ever going to happen for me. Yeah. 23 years old. And I'm wondering if this is ever going to happen for me. Yeah. So um, Abby does a wonderful job of being very gentle and she is a beautiful woman, um, but perhaps not your conventional, you know, 36, 24, 30, you know, you know, I love the fact that we never know the name. You were like, I don't know the names of this character. We never know the names. We, of they're the char- numbered her, yeah. Justin, her. Well, well, when they first start to go into business, Abby says, does this make you my, and he says, let's not, don't, 
just yeah don't. let's not use the terminology yeah and that's when she also says i think my hooker name should be eleanor and he's like my dick just went limp <laughs> <laughs> she says it in this great wonderful way because you would you'd want to think about your hooker name <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely so her alter ego is eleanor the um the first encounter was just done so well it she is. meets for coffee and then the, the next time you see them she's meeting her uh, on a different day not the same day on a different day to uh become intimate with her and yeah. Uh, Abby is very just welcomes her in. Beautiful, beautiful. There's sort of a a little. It it is a loft, so obviously there aren't rooms. There's just sort of one big room, but she has next to the door a kind of a little table and and chairs that would be like in a foyer or something, and says, "Go wherever you'd be comfortable." The young lady sits down very awkwardly. She's she's very nervous. She still has her backpack on. (laughs) She still has her backpack on. She's adorable. And she really Abby, is. Abby is is dressed for the part. She's obviously using some of her cash to to really vamp up her wardrobe. So she looks really sexy. Um, Very she kneels sexy. down. She kneels down. Right. And beautiful, she's, beautiful profile shot yeah. shot in yeah. profile yeah. of uh, Robin Weigert. Um, and, and she sort of kneels and Neil walks. How do you how would you say that sort of? No, she up. just really just kind of goes down on one knee in front of her, pulls yeah. her skirt up just a little bit, just over her yeah. knees. And she's she, like, I'm, she I'm going to do things. And if you, because I want to do them. And if you don't want me to do them, all you have to do is say no. And it just kind of takes off from there. And it's, it's just a beautiful. And she gives ex- her a sweet, sweet chaste kiss, you know, a kind of. Oh, I don't think it was yeah. too ch- chaste. What was it? It was, it was, I want Starts you. off. It was probably the way she felt when she was with the one who said, you're beautiful. And probably this young lady has never been right kissed or, or she we know she hasn't been kissed and told that right. she's beautiful. Very so soft, it's a very touching, sensuous, but welcoming kiss. It's it's yeah. just a very well done scene. Very well and done scene. She becomes a repeat customer and right. becomes extremely comfortable with with Abby. Yeah. And Abby becomes more like a I don't know, a shrink come no pun. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> we have we have a friend and sucks mate. A friend, a friend of ours would refer to them as a mentor. A mentor. Yes. <laughs> a mentor lover. And uh, Abby she, becomes her mentor lover. I, I as didn't our, a friend quite of catch, ours would call her. She, she's worried about her weight and she tells Abby what her mother has given her. And it's something awful like cayenne pepper. And I, I forget what else is. Yeah, that's that's much later. I was just going to go down the sequence oh, oh, of go, go encounters. Yeah. Um, so then the next one is just <laughs> just. Seems, is that the one who launches herself? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's she's basically the same age as Abby. You can tell, yeah. like, almost probably would be the equivalent of Kate. Very, you could tell, just high energy, yuppie in motion. And, and but she yeah. comes in there, she goes, What is this? What, what is this? Accusatory. What, what kind of deal is what is going on here? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, like, a nanosecond goes by and then she does, she just launches herself on Abby. And, and, and uh, by the way, the apartment is picking up as with each, with each new encounter, she has bookshelves. She starts to get artwork uh, on the walls. She has a conundrum with a little kitchenette there and can't quite decide on that. And there's a pivotal moment regarding the backsplash there. 
Yeah, the Renault's yeah. moving along quite nicely as she's yeah. having these encounters. And then she has an encounter with an older woman, which was interesting. Is this I, the blonde-haired woman? With the, the Yeah, sort of okay. like a gray curly hair. And yeah. she comes oh, up. Yes. And I've, I found it a very interesting encounter because she seems to get she's hostile. the most. Yeah, well, uh, she comes up to the loft and she looks around and she's like oh you have this and this you must be cultured maybe we know some of the same people uh, yes and she and, gets nervous then. yeah and abby goes i sure hope not <laughs> i sure <laughs> hope we don't know some of the same people <laughs> yeah. she basically doesn't nothing makes happens. every excuse and and sort of you know move to leave well i don't yeah. know about this and 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 makes her way to the door and that's a great speech um yeah abby, casually abby sits down in a chair and calls um, she's it. got these great legs and she sort of crosses them and you know, in a very sexy way and says you know i i wondered when you would make your exit would would it be when you first entered or would it be on the bed or would it be after we had touched she calls her out right? yeah she calls her out on it she's basically said i've read you i've read yeah. you like completely yeah. and uh and then they have sex yeah. <laughs> and she becomes a repeat customer. Yes, she too. becomes yes. a repeat customer. In the meantime, we see like these warm things are, you know, she's content, she's happy, you know. Yeah. They're 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 she's back at the house. She meets up with her friends. She's um when they're they're there on the weekend, you can tell that she's like I made soup, you know, she's trimming the, you know. They're playing basketball with the kids. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, she's able to separate it at first. It's all very, uh, you know, the picture of perfect domesticity. Yeah. But then, then something interesting happens. I'm trying to think. Oh, is that number five or number three? Or not or, five? Or she she winds up going to the coffee shop that she normally meets her clients at because she's got a client lined up. Yeah. And pure shitless panic. It's Sam. Yeah. Now Sam. <laughs> Not me, unfortunately, but it was yeah. <laughs> in her spin class. And I guess at her school, there is a yes. lovely young woman by the name of Samantha. And actually Early. in an earlier scene with Abby Prue. says to Prue, you know, Sam's really cute. And Prue says she's not gay or something like that. Yeah. Like very measure in a measured way. Um, when when uh, Abby is meeting with Prue about these submissions to her parenting, you know, <laughs> journal or whatever that she's yeah. collecting these uh, stories from. Yeah. Uh, Abby just off, off the cuff has just said, well, who, who's submitting, you know, in other words, do I even want to have anything to do with this? And she goes, Oh, this, this person is, this person is in uh, Sam. She goes, Oh, Sam, Sam's cute. Yeah. And she's like, she's straight. I found that, in, that seemed a little insulting. Like, yeah, you can't, con you can't comment on somebody. Like, yeah. can I comment on anybody? Right. Yeah. I, I found that. Yeah, I did find that. It's sort of the yeah. same way I felt during the dinner scene about the comments about limelight. A little yeah. irritating, a little yeah. irritating. But I'm kind of glad that Passon left that in there, that ha has that in there. Or maybe we needed to know that because we, we didn't know much about this woman, right? No, we didn't. And, and I think it, probably was important just so you know that uh yeah she already found her on the surface you know superficially attractive yeah. as a person it's a mix-up 
really. She goes in. She, it isn't and, a mix-up. They, they, they're but, smart but it, and clever enough to speak in yeah, double entendre. Yeah. Yeah. She goes in, you know, hi, Sam. She's in, she can tell like Abby's like really nervous, she sits down and has caught to have coffee with. Yeah. And Abby, uh, Sam goes, so, uh, I wanted to do, do some work, what in her kitchen or something. Yes. And, uh, so-and-so gave me Justin's number and I called him and, uh, I asked if, if you could come to my place and he said, no, Eleanor only works. <laughs> works out of her place that's right it was a mistake to let <laughs> eleanor her alter ego slip and then what was it eleanor so only what makes works... what motivates sam to meet eleanor then yeah well eleanor eleanor only works out of her place and uh she doesn't do what was it oh god i can't remember the some sort of line some sort of service uh sexual uh yes um is it something experiences but oriented she doesn't know, know. But, um, she, and she doesn't do whatever and yes. uh she said so i had a choice i could either do go to my hot yoga class or i could come into the city and meet eleanor for uh very chai. archly she's stating yeah this. she's just kind of eyeing her over her chai or whatever my and you sword. can just feel the adrenaline pulsing through Abby, like, holy shit, I'm outed. And yeah. they, they both say that they kind of compare, like, I'm on the PTA. I'm in this. We're both yeah. in these groups. Yep. Like trying to, you know, establish how they can have mutual trust because each would have the same amount of, you know. Yeah. Sam, <laughs> Sam has definitely picked up sure. on what Abby is doing. Yeah. When she sees Abby, she's like, oh. but she's just not she's not going to be uh, daunted by this no. so um she actually i think this is the one time that she goes to the loft with abby mm -hmm. after coffee really i'm trying I think to think so because um they don't have sex that time they just kind of make out and she leaves because what 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 stops it's them? funny they, they sit down on the bed and right. they're facing or sam is is facing the kitchen and she says, huh? And I won't get it right. The, the, the measurements, but she says right. something like you went with the three quarter tiles instead of the, what did she yeah. say, Beth? Something about the I, I don't remember the size of the tile. Um, it's, it's interesting because uh, Abby shows her the loft. They sit down on the bed and Abby, it's funny. It's kind of like, she doesn't even know what to do with her because she, she yeah. is attracted to her. You know, she, she's yes. like, oh, shit, what do I do and now? They know the same groups. They go to the same. And she spin tries class, to kiss her. She they... can't even you can't even manage that. And then she's trying and. But she's too gentle for Sam. Sam yeah, kind Sam's of directs. Like, Pull my hair, you know. Yeah. And, and she's not very good at being. No. Rough, you know. Yeah. She, so... Or just even. A, I, I think it's that she can't assert herself with Sam. Oh. And uh, getting a little better at it. And then in yeah. the middle of it. She goes, you went with such and such a tile instead of the yes. other size tile yes and of course uh ocd abby uh who flips houses and property this this yeah. is her jam right so loses her heart on they're both sitting there looking <laughs> yeah. evaluating the damn backsplash on the kitchen because it's a loft so it's yeah. all one room right so they're the bed from the yeah. bed you can see the kitchen yeah. just to get an idea of it yeah 
So she how just, do they overcome the uh, the uh, diversion? I, I, I don't remember. I well, she you know it kills kills the lady boner for yeah. uh, Abby. Yeah. Um, so she's like definitely, and she feels just like withering. Like yeah, I should have gone. And and why did you go with that color grout? Yeah. Just a Next, double whammy. Cut right? scene. She's <laughs> up on the counter just hammering the shit out of right. the, the tiles and from ripping them down. Justin comes in and says, what the fuck, fuck are you doing? Yeah. yeah. So Sam, Sam has left. And the next thing you know is she's, she's removing all the tile and Justin's like freaking out. Like we yeah. just got this done. I, I think she, she really respects Samantha's aesthetic. And she also, it has something to do with her sexual approach too, or, or her lack of aggression, I yeah. think. Um, Cause she's really hammering the hell out of those tiles. Right. Yeah. She's and really she feels, I think she feels disappointed in herself that she couldn't satisfy Samantha or perform. I, I, it's yeah, almost perform, like she, maybe. Yeah. Like I'm not impressing her. I can't perform a, you know, so yeah. the tiles, maybe she doesn't up. know what to do the hell to do with a straight girl. Like what the fuck do I do with a straight girl? Well, she's, maybe there's that. Uh, uh, I don't think that's it because she, no? all the women she's slept with or, you know, uh, the one woman is married or was married and divorced. That's right. uh, the one girl has never had a sexual encounter, period. And and a lot of her customers are just curious, right? But Sam just seems like this, you know, the envy of all, this beautiful marriage to a wealthy person and uh, has it all, the wealth, the good looks, the everything. Right. And she's also a bit younger than than Abby, I think. Just Maybe a little bit, yeah. She's married, you know, her so. husband's very successful exec at somebody at uh, Goldman Sachs. So they, oh, that's they right. have it all. They have yes. it all basically. Yes. And uh, you know, she's just kind and of I think Abby can't get it. her mind around that, like you you two seem happy. Why? Yeah, that well, that comes out later. Yeah. So uh she has uh we we see the continued back and forth, and I think uh is it the, uh, is this now when the other dinner party happens or is that a, a little bit later? Yeah. I think this is a, right around the time that yeah, the other a, di dinner party happens. There's another dinner party. And I, I guess it's Prue's husband, her good friend, Prue. Is that her husband who, who says, mm -hmm. tell me about the first time you ever were with somebody. Yeah. And she, she breaks out the, the college <laughs> story. And yeah. We shared the same bathroom and she came in and her t-shirt or I forget what it was. Um, and crawled into bed with me and she can't finish the story. She burst into laughter because he's practically drooling at this story. And she's like, that's what you want to hear. Isn't it? And he's like, yeah. damn, that's sexy. Okay. Yeah. But he, he clearly has a, uh, I think an innocent crush on her. Yes. He, he respects the boundaries and all that. Yeah. But then there's an in, innocent con or in, innocent, interesting conversation going on between Prue and Kate that happens oh, at that same party. Very important conversation. And, uh, uh, deal uh, it changes the whole arc of the film i think yeah, yeah. so they're having this uh prue is actually having a friendship moment with kate at this yeah. other dinner party kate asks her how how often do you talk to abby yeah well they have they show this one scene earlier in the film where all of the the uh, neighborhood moms are just kind of hanging out drinking wine they're you know yeah. wine having a wine mom moment yeah. out on the deck talking yeah, about their kids and their thing. problems oh yeah. yeah and uh and Prue's Prue's there and so what she's doing is she's like we play this game where we talk about you should do blank more I don't think she said that line on uh, they did that on the porch but it's at the party where she tells Kate yes 
Yeah, she's thing. saying we play this game called you okay. should blank. You, you should, should wear blank. tight jeans more. You right. should. Yeah. Uh, what What are some examples? I forget. Yeah, I forget some of the Wear your hair differently or right. just various things like that. And then uh, and then Kate goes, so how's Abby doing? So in other words, you know, so how how's yeah. she, which is weird. It's like she's your wife. You should know. No, but everybody has a BFF, you know, yeah. your yeah. coffee that's your, that so she's basically, beans. yeah, trying to yeah. get her to spill the beans. Yeah. And uh, she she approve evades the question first, doesn't she? I can't remember what the first it's a it's a fake one. I should, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But then as the conversation wraps up, she kind of blurts out or and says what, Sam? You should fuck your wife once in a while. Do we get a shocked response? She's we pretty don't. Po poker faced. Yeah, it's hard to extremely read poker faced. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's what when Kate says, starts to think, why would she say that? What? All right. All right. Abby's unhappy. Right. She's disenchanted. Is she so disenchanted that she would do something outside of the, the marital chamber? Well, it doesn't really occur to her at first. Um, cut to uh abby having another encounter with the older woman and and um she she is you know it's she seems to become the closest to her other than the the young heavyset girl yeah she seems to become the most intimate and the the older woman who is divorced kind of you know, relays. Oh, she says something really poignant, Jeff, and I cannot remember what the line is. That... She says he never reached out. He always used to ask. He used to ask oh, for right. sex. He used to ask so for timid. this. So mm. timid. He never just went ahead and did anything. And yeah. she said he never reached out for me. Yes. Um, she I was always, always the one. Mm. I uh, yeah. And she really kind of knows Abby best. And she, at one point, it's kind of sweet. She's like, you really like, or do you like me? Do you really like me? The, the client mm -hmm. is asking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Abby. And Abby, just, I don't think she answers. She gives the right. She smile. doesn't, but you know what? It, it's complete difference between the two characters. Abby can't hide her emotions. Really not. She's not got a good. She's getting face. better at it. I though, I think L a little bit, but I don't think she's as good as Kate is at it. Yeah, because she kind of like, uh, well, Robin Weiger has this wonderful face where she just kind of glows. And um, so even when she gets asked that question, she's trying not to, you know, yeah. uh, uh, profess. She's trying to much. remain a professional yeah. because if she does go there, then that changes up the whole right. routine. So. so, yeah, but they have this wonderful exchange. And so as this older woman is is saying all this and she's even complaining about the marriage she ends it by saying you know i miss him she's she confess she even with that she's like i still miss him and uh doesn't she try to apply information out of oh, yes. her as well like do you have kids you yep. must have kids i see no. i saw the scar yeah it uh, must be yeah. still young and she won't give any personal information to and the last thing she says to abby is you've escaped haven't you yeah. and that's the that's how the yeah. scene ends it's pretty amazing i love that scene it's a very well written movie. I think it is. It's, it's is so really honest. Good. It's I think our deepest thoughts that we never express to anybody that are just laid out there in that film. So later on, we see uh, Kate and Abby, and you know Abby's half asleep, 
you know, because mm. she's so busy with flipping, flipping, <laughs> trying to get this house done yes. and, and sleeping with all these women. So she's just yeah. kind of like drowsily talking about uh, money put on the under the pillow for a lost tooth. Yeah. And uh, again, it's just, just a very sweet, familial, intimate scene. Um, very relatable. If you have, if you're married with kids talking, you know, the, the bed talk where you're like talking about your kids mm. and, uh, it's, it's very close. Oh, I know it's going. very intimate. Okay, yeah. And, um, and then you see Kate kind of become physical with Abby and you're like, Oh, they're finally going to have sex. Thank God. Yeah. You know, um, she, she gives her that look and the way I think she holds her face and gives her like, I'm a, I'm serious about this kiss, not the half-ass kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Abby gives her a real kiss. Yeah. She becomes very, very uh, passionate, physically. And, and Kate passionate. is so uptight. Yeah. So uptight. She yeah. freaks out and stops. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. And she's practically, Abby is, she's saying, please, please. She's practically begging her. She is begging her wife yeah. to begging let her, her wife, her, let her ravish her. She's yeah. That feeling that passionate about. And she's so confident in her loft, you know, with her clientele. But with, with Kate, she reverts to this, please, won't you give me anything? And here co comes, is that later the line of the movie? That's later. We'll talk about yeah. that. Yeah. It's, it's so. <sighs> Everything starts to come to a head. Yeah. Kate relays uh, shortly or right around this time that, hey, uh, I have somebody that may want to buy your loft. There's also, a car scene though. I'm curious about this. That's, she comes stops after. in the car. Is it after? after? Okay. 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 After. I'm sorry. I wrote all this stuff down because there's so many. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of rolling around in my mind. So I'm glad you wrote um, it. <laughs> uh, one of the interesting things that happens is she's there. Justin comes up to do some work. You know, they're, they're getting ready to work or whatever. The, the place is almost done. Yeah. He said, oh, you got stood up. And she just looks at him because she's just yeah. sitting there on the edge of the bed. So yeah. then we find out that she gets a hold of the girl directly. Yes. And yes. Uh, we kind of find out that Justin's kind of the girl get, got the message that she wasn't taking any new clients. So Justin basically inserts himself because a couple of yes. times he's like, maybe you should stop this. Maybe you should stop this. So I don't understand his concern. Do you think he really cares for Abby and he thinks that she's getting in too deep yeah. and over her head? and. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she gives her number to the girl and she's like, call me directly. I'll take more clients. Blah, and we, blah, blah, when blah, we blah. say the girl, that's her official title. The girl, the girl. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, we find out that Kate's found a buyer. Another yeah. thing that happens is the heavy girl. Mm. Because we, we see three scenes or actually four scenes. The, the one in the yeah. coffee shop. Yeah. The one where they her first intimate encounter with her. Then we see this lovely, um, you know, post-sex scene where they're kind of laying in bed and she sees like the cayenne pepper water, lemon mm -hmm. water in her purse. Mm -hmm. yeah. And she's like, uh, here, read these for losing she weight. She says, put, put these things <laughs> your mother gave you in the garbage can immediately right. and hands her, I guess, some, uh, a book, Gandhi. Gandhi, uh, <laughs> the essential um, Gandhi. Simone de Beauvoir, the Bible. <laughs> yeah, second yeah. sex, and I forget what the other one was. Oh, I forget. A diet for the for a new America. Um, just yes. feeding her mind essentially, which yes. is wonderful. Yes. And uh, she goes, "That shit, that shit will kill you. This stuff, yep. this is the good stuff." Yes. And then there's this last scene, which is really sweet, where the girl says, "You know, those books you gave me, I read them. 
And she's like, I've been thinking differently about my life. And she's like, really? And she goes, yeah, I'm thinking about maybe even dating guys. And she has a confidence. work is done. Yeah. Abby's work is done. She has, she's she, helped this young lady appreciate herself, her yep. sexuality, her brain, her desires. And, yeah. and Given, the young lady is wise enough to know that, you know what, that's, I got what I needed and I'm very yeah. grateful, but that's, you know. Yeah. She's ready to move on and she feels yeah. good about herself. Fledge. And, yeah. Yes. So mentor lover job complete. Yes. Rubber stamp. Really beautiful scene. It's a lovely (laughs) scene. It really is. Kate and Abby or Kate persuades Abby to show the loft because it's done now. Yes. And Justin is there really pushing it. Right. And, and of course, all of her little personal touches are throughout the loft. This isn't a typical flip house. And Kate, Kate yeah. This. So, well, he, here's the thing. Kate walks out and leaves. And Justin, he kind of said, Justin's like, uh, you know, Does basically know? we're ready to move on. And and uh, she goes, he, and, and Justin says, you should stop before Kate finds out. And she, there's this mm-hmm. really, it's a very poignant scene. Yeah. Uh, because she, she kind of argues with Justin and kind of says with Kate in front of Kate before they leave, she's like, well, it's not done yet. And then they're both Justin and Kate are like, what do you mean? It's not done. It's done. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And this guy needs a place and he's ready to buy now. Yeah. He's going through a divorce and uh, she leaves with the potential buyer. Yeah. It's just her and Justin. Justin's like, you need to stop. You need to stop before Kate finds out. And it's just stunning what she says. Great response. She's like, look around you. She look knows. at this place. If mm-hmm. she, it's not that she knows. She's mm-hmm. like, how could she walk in here and not know yeah. what's going on? Yeah. And there, the point is, is that Kate, at this point, doesn't. No, no, no. That's why she comes know. back, I think. She I think. doesn't. No, she doesn't know until after that. You were talking about the car scene. Yeah, that comes next. Okay, because remember they refresh my memory here. Okay, I think she knows there. No, she doesn't know that. Okay, she doesn't know that. She doesn't. She hasn't put the pieces together yet. Okay, they they have this uh, communication back and forth about uh, the speech, the the Christopher Columbus speech, because there's this thing. Oh yes, the child is going to have her play it yeah yes and uh she practices the speech they're, then they're getting ready oh for bed. i know what you're gonna and then, say. The, yes. and then the next day they're supposed to go you know and and i guess kate's like coming coming from work to go see it too because it's happening during the daytime <clears throat> but wait before that next day they're talking around something they're they're talking on two levels Abby doesn't like the speech that the right. child has to give about yeah. Christopher Columbus. Exactly. And Kate says something like, you need to, how does she say it? Not dislike things so yeah. much. Yeah. But, Can you but try it's really like about something? the, try and like something like, are you so disenchanted with everything? Right. Can you not try? And I think she's, I think she, she's on tour. I do. Prove I don't wrong. think she's on tour. I don't think she's on tour. She senses something. They they go to the school the next day for this little thing. Yeah. This Christopher Columbus. Celeb- I don't know what kind of celebration it is, <laughs> uh, but they go. 
and Abby is walking out with, with their daughter. And then the next thing you see is uh, Kate driving in her car and she's listening to voicemail, right? Or she, uh, she's listening to a voicemail that Abby left for her. She's like, Hey, where did you go? Because Kate wasn't Kate, as soon as it was over, jumped in the car, took off back to the, the office. And she's listening to they Abby's pickup. No, she didn't miss pickup. She did. She didn't miss pickup this time. Okay. She's going back to work. Okay. She's going back to work. And you hear Abby go, Hey, hey, where did you go? Because this was after the little the little school thing. Yeah. And she's driving in her car. And that's when she pulls, she's listening, and that's when she pulls over. And it it sort of just dawns on her. I, and, I think the way things, you know how your mind works when you're not focusing on a particular thing, it puts things together for you. Yeah. I, I think that somehow the aggressive, very out of character lovemaking on Abby's part with right. Kate, the apartment, the loft with all of those beautiful touches with her favorite artist uh, and all of those things that are so, so Abby. Uh, she does miss picking up the kids at pickup at some point and, I, and I she's late. She... Yeah. They're sitting there with the teacher and uh, she's, she's late for pickup because the night before Kate says, don't forget to pick up the kids. And Abby says something like, have I ever, even once ever missed picking up the kids? Never. And then she, she screws up after the car scene that's when she walks into the city or goes back into the city to yeah. where the loft is and then finds Abby yeah. naked wrapped in the sheets. <laughs> Post uh, sexual flush naked yeah. caught red handed, basically everything except the other party. is there. Yeah. Everything yeah. except for the other party is there. Yeah. And she just says, put some clothes on, please. She, she walks very casually over. First, she looks at the robe, like not seen this before. Right. Um, and looks around. She's always very measured, Kate, and says, please put something on. Right. And Abby just looks horrified. Yeah. You know, caught. And I believe she starts, please, what can I do? Anything. Yeah. Please tell me what you want me to do. Tell me what you want me to do. Yeah. And there's just no, you know, Kate doesn't really respond. Oh, by the way, we, we forgot to mention when... Um, the fake you should fuck your wife once in a while. Right. The fake one she puts out before that is Abby mentioned that she wanted a wraparound porch. So that's the sort of yeah. tame one she yeah. gets her. And then yeah. the real one is, Kate, you should fuck your wife once in a yeah. while. And yeah. I, that's kind of important, the fake one too. So she's been discovered. And uh, you would think, well, is this it? Is this the end of their marriage? Is this, yeah. uh, you know, it's interesting, very early on in the, the film, uh, they're having dinner. At, um, and she, she said, Abby mentions over dinner, the kids are already in bed, yeah. uh, that a couple that they know are getting divorced. And, yeah. uh, and, and it's, you know, Kate says something like, it's just sex. Get over it. Go no, breathe. no. Because uh, she wanted to know who Abby cheated. said she needed to breathe. Mm -hmm. She needed to breathe. But Kate's first question was who cheated? 
Yeah. <laughs> divorce attorney that she is. She's right like, to the point. Yes. Yeah. So who cheated? Yeah. And that's that's why she still persists with. It's just sex. Get over it. Go breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. So there there is a moment of, you know, there is this tension. But yeah. then there is a moment where they. They basically confront their issues and yeah. that resolves in an interesting way. Yeah. Uh, Abby um, says something she's been found out, but then I don't think the details have emerged. We don't really get a sense of all of right. it being confessed. She, but she, yeah. before that, before they talk, before they work it out, um, she runs into Sam. Yeah. Oh yeah. And at Sam's the grocery like, store. well, t- she runs into Sam at the grocery store. I think that's a very important scene at the grocery yeah, store. Yeah, it is, it is a very important scene. Yeah. Expl- explain the scene. Um, so she runs into uh, Samantha and Graham. Graham is her husband. She doesn't really run into them. She spots them down one of the aisles of the grocery store and they're affectionate. They're holding hands. They're giving playful kisses. Right. And this shocks Abby because she, I guess, had it in her mind that she was leading this, un- had this unhappy marriage. And that's why she would seek, you know, love elsewhere. That's why she she wanted to be with Abby. And and I think maybe she's disappointed because she thought maybe Samantha felt something for her. And she goes down deliberately to say to meet Graham and to give Samantha this look, you know, the glaring. How dare you look? I don't I don't know. Dare you Uh, be happy and seek my services? You know? Yeah. Well, here here's the thing. We didn't really talk about the sexual encounter. We talked about the first one that just kind of fell flat. Yeah. The second time they meet up, it's it's a very in, intense, I think, uh, scene. Yeah. And um, they connect. Like, uh, that's the only way I can describe it is yeah. that in, physically they connect. It's I think part of it's like curiosity. <laughs> you know, like, why are but, you? But I think in Abby's like mind, said, she begins she gets angry because she thinks oh, maybe we're the same. We both have perfect spouses with this right. perfect life and all this. Are we both escaping just the minutia of life? The, yeah, the mundane. The dr- yeah, just this drudgery of the, the Matterhorn of laundry and the kids and the cycle, yeah. you know, cycle class, spinning class, sorry. Spinning class, hot yoga. So I think she's angry with Samantha because she's, she, she, she thinks maybe that's her as well or could be her. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Maybe she's jealous that Graham is giving affection back and Kate is not. That's very possible. But it is interesting that they run into each other again right before. Uh, oh, yeah. Right, right before. Uh, Kate goes off Kate, without a word. Yeah. Right before she and Kate have their, their, you know, come to Jesus talk, which is very brief, but, yeah. but perfect, perfectly done. Um, she runs into Sam who's walking her dog and she goes, I promise I'm not stalking. Sam's like, I'm, I'm not stalking you. Right. Just walking my little dog here, but they, you know, and again, you know, there's that, not a confrontation, but just sort of like, like you said, Sam, Abby is like, what is your deal? You yeah. know, she's really kind <laughs> of like, what is your deal, Sam? You yeah. have this wonderful husband. He clearly adores you. Why are you coming to me? Yeah. She's, he's passionate about you. And she gives a very That's, unsatisfactory answer. Yeah. Unsatisfactory? Unsatisfactory. I thought <laughs> you thought it was satisfactory. 
No, I, I don't think it was. It was just okay. kind of like, well, you know, it's something to do. You know, we all get a little bored sometimes. It was really I was not a no. I th- I kind of got the sense that oh, I kind of need this too. And yeah. and you're a pretty good uh, addition, you know. Yeah. To my routine. But <laughs> yes, and I. And then Abby just sort of grabs the trash can and storms back to the house, but she's not satisfied. You, you I think she's putting a lot jealous. of in, I am projecting a great deal. I understand you are that. Definitely. But, but I think what she's What do you think? Jealous. All lesbians are just kind of like, you know, indignant and, you know, if they, things don't, you know. And, and do you think all, all straight <laughs> girls? Well, there are no straight girls. As you know, I, I believe everyone is bisexual. So um, we're not going to get over it or whatever. No, I think that, that she's jealous that Kate doesn't show the great affection like she can't just explore and have a great home life i think you and I have think it you nail it there i think there yeah. is a jealousy yeah. i think she's jealous of sam that she seems to have it all sort of sorted out yeah but she's i don't poised, think she's well put together she can not get emotionally uh entangled the her confiding and saying well you know I don't have a good reason, you know, like yeah. why I don't yeah. have a good reason other than I like it or, you know, I would like to add this to my, you know, weekly routine. You know, I don't yeah. have a good reason, Abby. Yeah. This is yeah. just who I am. How and- do they part? I'm trying to think. Do they have any final nice words that would indicate? Yeah, they they're not. It, there's no animosity with them yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. There's no animosity with them whatsoever. That I don't. I, and none. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because of how the film ends, and they um, hold each other's darkest secrets. Like in a yeah. in a kind of town like this, and a community yeah. like this, you would be ruined, right? Yeah. If if somebody is a pro and somebody right. has gone to a pro, so yeah. So, so they have the after that, Kate finally comes home, and they they have the heart to heart. And what what do what is the big revel to me? The big revelation of the film, the really big revelation of the film. I I think. Kate says to Abby something like, so you needed to breathe and does not press her for anything and yeah. says, and, and this is sort of her limit, Kate. She says, I think we should maybe put a wraparound porch on the house. All right. Knowing from Prue, uh, Abby's friend, that, that that's something architectural that, that she had wanted. Well, they, So it's they, a way of saying, I'm giving you a pass. I forgive you. And let's talk about practical things well they have an intimate moment where kate basically confesses and she goes i don't i don't want any oh the line the line i don't want Death. what the line you i belong completely to you and but yet, you don't you don't want me yeah so that is so, just so ugh. is that the deal i i belong completely or i forget exactly how it, yeah, I completely belong to you, but you don't want me. And she's like, I don't want anybody. And and you can not, tell that's very not, difficult for Kate to say too. Yeah. She's not saying it in a cold way. Yeah, she she's almost con- uh, I don't know, baffled herself. Yeah, that's the big revelation yeah. of the film. Yeah. She's like, I don't. I, that's not part of me. Yeah, you know, talking about the Myers Briggs and having my cerebral success. So if we're painting her around, as a mean. Yeah. No, she's not, not at all. She's not. Yeah. And the, the porch at the very end when they're, yeah. you know, they're, you're, you're seeing scenes of that domestic, domestic 
comfort and bliss again toward the very end of the film. She's like, yeah, I think we should do a wraparound porch. That's an expression of love for her. She's like, it you is. Know, I, I love you. know how you. there are different languages of love, yeah. they say, Beth? Yeah. Like uh, yeah. maybe service, like making somebody a meal is a gift or, or affection is a language yeah. of love or uh, poems or whatever. Yeah. And Kate's language of love is not the same as Abby's language of love. That's problematic, I think. I don't know that it's problematic if they both now understand what they need. And I got the sense that because the very last thing we see, and you tell me how you think this ends or what, okay. what happens after end scene? Well, we, I, we I'm, mm, yeah, go ahead. You're like, mm, okay, what? No, no, I, I don't have an answer. I want to know, does that mean that Abby has a hall pass? Don't I think Abby has a hall pass. Okay. Because it, we see cuts. She's, you know, she fit, she goes to the clinic again. We see she's she's closed on another property. Justin says the same thing. Oh my God, what a shithole. Yeah. And then we see her going into a spin class. And then there, you know, that's she's right. It ends with the spin class yeah. and, and a kind of secret look, right? Yeah. Sam's there and she just kind of like is looking and smiling. And and uh Abby is we're gonna do this with the money from the the loft that I sold. We're gonna go to our was it Argentina or something? That's just right. Starts, the holiday was important too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's just rattling off all the things that she's got planned. And, and I'm going to take a hot yoga class, which I thought was kind of interesting too. So, yeah, that, I don't know what that was a euphemism for. I don't know, but, or just maybe I'll just take a hot yoga class and look yeah. at Sam's ass. It, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, it, it, but, but you could read a lot. I love an ending like this, Beth, because it's not just pat and some sort of big blowout and sobbing and right. and then there's a resolution. It's a it's kind of an ambiguous resolution. Yeah, and I think people are ambiguous. Mostly. There is no there is no big emotional uh, moment, but it, it is such a satisfying film. I yeah. found. Yeah, and that brief encounter really between she and Kate was so. Uh, just so well drawn yeah. and um I, it left no it didn't leave me with any questions it was sort of like we're, we're just going to be honest with each other about who we are my only question was with each new loft or flip is she going to you know, <laughs> sort of make a nest there and have a little fun or well the, the whole reason it works it worked i think is because she did not get emotionally involved Right. And Sam was the closest, I think, her to maybe that happening. Maybe and maybe the older, uh, the older woman. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I think they were there was a you know, she's trying to hold her cards to her to her chest. But yeah, uh, Waggart's just so good at, uh, you know, she just glows. She Waggart just glows is so good her. at looking both confident and vulnerable at the same time. Mm -hmm. she's, there's something like you said, that physicality. Yeah, I just think great actors have that ability. Yeah. So uh highly recommend this film. Five um, stars out of five for me. Yeah, it's a five out of five. It's yeah. just an excellent film. And it is definitely about relationships and marriage. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and and about the institution of yeah. marriage. I yeah. think it's a lot of food for thought about what we're told a marriage is and what a marriage 
really is if we're honest. And also what constitutes a, a healthy marriage? What constitutes yeah. a healthy understanding of yourself yeah. and of your needs? I Sam, Sam, Abby is a fascinating character for, yeah. for me because apparently it's very apparent that her her sexuality is so intrinsic to her being. Yeah. Her physical existence, her body, because she takes such good care of her body. Yeah. Um, that she needs that. And Kate is not that. Kate is is She's a sensual being and Kate yeah. is an ace, I think an asexual. I don't know. Do you think she's an asexual being or I don't know that she's asexual? Uh, because you're going down paths that are just really can be very uh there's a lot of intersectionality. I get that. But yeah, well, you know, asexuality is is can be an identity. People can identify with being asexual. I think that she needs a partner. She needs she needs Kate is the things that fulfill Kate and make Kate happy on 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 the list of you yeah. know needs yeah she, she could tick almost every box off for abby like you've got a great house we have a yeah. great income we have great kids except for the baseball incident yeah we have uh everything all the things Sex once a year on my birthday well maybe twice a year once on my birthday <laughs> yeah. anniversary and i'm good babe but that you one know? thing in the other column is kind of a big one yeah that, that that need can't be met abby's need cannot be met by kate and that would be intimacy physical well physical i'm always reaching for you and you're not reaching for me so yeah. are we are they divorced by now what do you think 2013 <laughs> i think they made it because i think you, they made it too i think i think they have because they were that's the great thing about a mature marriage i think there are more options yeah i think there are options neither woman seems like a jealous person no and they seem to have a, a greater understanding of one another yeah but uh, yeah, I just love this movie. And I do, I just like to say that I would like a loft like hers, not because I am considering a new <laughs> career or anything, but I it's just such a beautiful idea to have. A, we were talking about pied de terre before. Yeah, pied de terre. <laughs> but uh, everyone needs a pied de terre. Yeah. So um, just real briefly, uh, Robin Weigert became uh, um, probably more well known with the role that she portrayed in Deadwood Calamity Jane. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the series. I've been trying to persuade Sam into watching the series. I have Deadwood. a problem, Beth, as you know, with westerns. Uh, with westerns, but you sent me a kind of the best of, uh, kind of great uh, Calamity Jane scenes from yes. Deadwood. A little clips, and I was like, oh, I don't want to watch this. And by I was laughing from my belly, from the depths of my soul watching her and not just laughing but her range is just just looks incredible i will watch deadwood i i don't know why she's just not in everything she's just a tremendous why isn't actor. she a household name or is it only my house where it's yeah. not a household name i don't she's, know i just think she's a tremendous she's a she's kind of got like if you could take that everyman quality that uh tom hanks has Yes. You know, he's got that every man quality. Robin Weigert has that every woman quality. Um, to and she's her. sexy. See, you can't say Tom Hanks is sexy. No, I guess so you can't. Pure. It's funny because when I saw this film, I'm like, she's so familiar to me. Yeah. Who is, is that she? me? 
there's just something very sexy about her. And, yeah. and then when I realized, I'm like, oh my God, that's the same actor that played Calamity Jane. I just uh, blew my mind. Physically, she transforms herself from what I've seen in, of, yeah. of Deadwood. She's excellent though. Just excellent. Just, just great. Um, so do we get to, what are you watching? What are you watching? Mine's going to be so boring, Beth. Uh, of course I watched, I watched Concussion again twice. Right. Uh, it, it, it's one of those films that just gets better and better. You know how you can watch Jaws a million times or <laughs> even though it's right. a completely different genre. Concussion, I, I think I could, I will watch many, many more times and, and still be satisfied with it. Vikings. So watching that, I'm um, watching the Twitterverse and, and that recent transmission. <laughs> transition and oh, uh, uh, did, did uh yeah 44 cra- million did crazy crazy man buy it crazy man bought it it doesn't really mean that much to me because i don't understand twitter but i you know if it turns into a bot infested uh right wing and if he gives i you know what if you haven't fucking learned your lesson yet dumbass yeah then i don't know i can't help you I just can't fucking help you. And I know we're both big proponents of like free speech, blah, 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 no censorship, blah, 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 blah. I think it's, but I think there's personal accountability to not to be taken propaganda in by bots exists. and propaganda. It's, it's a it, thing, people. It, 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 it Misinformation it exists. It's a thing, people. But it, the onus is on on each individual not to be taken in by a bunch of bullshit. Not to when, do your, not do when your homework. you are, you know, I would say, watch, is it the great hack? Watch the great hack. We, okay. I grant you that, Sam. I understand yeah. about personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. However. You're going to go baity on me. I know it. <laughs> But we could not, <laughs> we could not, those rules applied for then. You're talking about 2022. Yeah. We, this is, those, those rules were made up pre, pre-concept of any idea of social media or the internet. Are, are you saying that you just take, that everyone should just um, be able to read everything at face value, that, that people won't be deceptive ever? What? No, we'll have to, we'll have to have it. I think we're, I think we're, in, well, I think we're getting You're into strangely our, agreeing with me. I think, well, right I think now. I am. Oh my God. <laughs> How, what time is it? I don't know, but we've been going at this for a while. Um, what am I watching? You know what? I wanted to pull up uh, what I've been watching. Yeah. I watched a certainly watching Moldovia. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm from Podoparki Wojvodship in Poland. That's where yeah, some of my DNA, I found, I looked that up the other day. I don't know why. A lot of baby like batter around those areas there. Baby batter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I learned that in a movie. Flirting with disaster. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I am going to edit that out. Okay. Thank you. Um, a, a documentary called patient zero the myth of the aids super spreader oh yes. on the, i i had mentioned i had mentioned a, a youtube channel called real stories and yep. what the channel does is it it posts um older documentaries uh, but they're good they're they're not uh you know bs documentaries they're 
documentaries that have been well researched. I I watched some of the documentaries on there based on on the uh, the housing history of the discrimination history in uh, Chicago, mm-hmm. and uh, so this is this is very good. I believe it's can, it Canadian. Excellent. How do I find this? It's it's on Real Stories. The channel's called Real Stories, and they it's just it like an app, docu- or I have to find a no. It's a, on YouTube. YouTube. Okay. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It's just made me made me think of. I I just had uh, the time traveled back to uh the early '80s when we were you know we were still school kids in the mm-hmm. early '80s. But I I just started having flashbacks to a time just the early early beginnings of the AIDS epidemic and uh and how we didn't know that much but also thinking about men i knew places i knew people i knew music that i used Mm -hmm. to hear and uh yeah it was just kind of like a um, sounds like a gut punch um like it wasn't really a gut punch it it made me not not winsome but wistful for a certain time long gone by when i was very young and you know, naive, but learning and meeting people. And uh, I don't know, kind of like homesick for a time or a moment I get in time. That. So, right. yeah. It's- so, so Beth, Patient Zero, uh, H, what's the full title? I'd like to watch uh, that. It's uh, because we I said got- we weren't going mm. do- to cover documentaries in this oh, podcast, but yeah. now I'm starting to, I'm starting There's to some worthwhile that. ones. Maybe, uh, Maybe we uh, think it's the so. story of Gaetan Dugas, who was considered the sort of the pit. Um, well, they called him Patient Zero, but the truth of the matter is, is that uh, there was nothing special about they. They actually mapped out his um, virus, but there was nothing special. It, it there were other other strains that had traveled around the similar time it, it the yeah. infection the cross-country infection between say new york city and los angeles or new york city and san francisco mm-hmm. all all happened at the same time he didn't there was nothing yeah. unique about him it just so happened though you know he got this reputation for intentionally spreading the virus and that was oh, just not true oh. and he also while he was very very sick did yeah. everything he could to help the CDC. How did he alert. get that reputation of? of... Oh, I, it, you, you have to watch the okay, documentary. It's an excellent documentary. Okay. He was very out. He was very proud. Um, and another reason why I got sort of wistful was um, when I first started going out and I was underage, I, I was going out with, uh, you know, older guy. I, I, I worked in a restaurant. That was the first job yeah. I had as a teenager, you know, and I'd be sneaking out with <laughs> some of the older yeah. male, male, uh, coworkers, waiters, bartenders and stuff. And, um, you know, just kind of tagging along, yeah. getting in underage and, uh, just the stories and the music and the, the, the an example of the music that, that oh gosh, to- I, yeah. I, maybe I'll come up with, I, I started a playlist today called Kismet. 
<laughs> oh, that's such a great We're, one day, folks. We'll talk to you about. You know kismet. what? Very I had expensive. this. I had this idea of putting this playlist together and just calling oh, it Kismet. What a great idea. And we'll link. We'll you share that there. with me, Beth. I'm gonna put it on Spotify and we'll we'll put it up for Pride. Okay, cool. And I, I'm gonna try and you know think of all the songs that we heard at the Kismet back in. That oh my era. god! But when I started sneaking in at a very young age, um. You were sneaking. Sort of they like, let you right in. <laughs> well, no, and well, they let me right in only because of the people I was with. Yeah, um, was sort of like when you know New York City disco was like really the the hot thing. Yeah, and uh, so new wave hadn't quite hit yet. Yeah, you know they they were still playing the the New York City disco jams, but um, yeah, so it made me think about it a lot this weekend. And I was listening to it a lot. And I listened to a lot of it today while I was getting ready for a potty. It's wonderful. I can't wait to see this playlist, by the way, because that's that hits me. Well, I've only that's got like where four, my memory four banks or are five jogged. songs on it so far. Okay. But you can okay. help me if you can. <laughs> right. if anything rings a bell from that era. Yeah, I, I, I keep thinking of Ride the White Horse. Uh, what was that? Oh, my God. You know, if you want to ride, ride, ride the white. <laughs> I, I think we had an alternate version that was very awful. Uh, I mean, no, that's, like, uh, that's like later. God, when I think yeah, of, I think I was more in the new wave times. Yeah. Uh, when I visited Kismet. But there's there's some there's some disco tunes that uh, yeah. it no longer exists except in our memories. Yeah. The Kismet is no longer there. But what is the Titanic line? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no longer exists except as a memory. Yeah. So, um, God, there was one more thing. Oh, I just wanted to, you know, we've got uh, 1% in y Ukraine listening to us. I was thinking about Ukraine today and I thought, man, we got 1%. One, 1 I hope you get to Ukraine. escape person in Ukraine. And I'm thinking of you 1% in Ukraine. And yeah. sending you all the love I possibly can because I don't know who you are. I don't know if you're a citizen of Ukraine, somebody over there serving in some sort of capacity, but you are loved and we You're hold loved. you near and dear in our heart. So we're yes. thinking of you. Anything else, Sam? Um, I, I think uh, now might be a good time to pay our honors. Uh, we, we, we would like to, uh, we, we've been asked to join the infinite potato Alliance, um, podcast network. And so we, we give our, our, our great thanks to Sean Ray and Rick Tetrold, who, who are the, um, what the grand overlords and emperors of, of this entity, <laughs> the infinite potato podcast Alliance rather. And you can find all, all sorts of neat, neat podcasts just under I that umbrella. Pledge my fealty. To the potato, the potato, potato podcast, and, oh. and and also you might be interested to know that one of the the they're called podcasts. There it is. One of the <laughs> podcasts under that umbrella of Infinite Potato uh, Alliance is a, a wonderful podcast called Starbase sixty six, and a dear friend is in charge of that by the name of Rick, and he actually did an interview with us, and and we were very honored to to be yeah. asked on his show to be interviewed and you can find that uh on spotify or any other platform i believe if you just yeah. look up starbase 66 the celluloid pudding podcast yep interview awesome so we thank rick once again for that yes pledge my fealty to you rick hail 
That hurts. How infinite potato without a breastplate. Uh, (laughs) God, there was one more thing. Oh, so um, fun things coming in May, guys. May is the month of mothers. Mm-hmm. Mother, mother, the bumpas. Um, so, uh, just some of the titles we're going to be doing. We're going to do Mommy Dearest, Postcards <laughs> from the Edge. Um, should we s- save the one for as a surprise? I think we should save that because we'll that, save that it's 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 two not other, your, two your other average Mother's we'll, Day film. We'll, we'll save for then, but yes. uh, yeah, we're should, should other- we warn them that we might have a little bonus thing at some point? Uh, uh very in the future. we are going to try and get a bonus episode out this week on friday not going to tell you what it is yeah but we're going to try and get something out there friday special it's bonus practically episode. panting with gossip though. surprise <laughs> for you children all right babies okay um so be kind rewind be kind to each other please yep. watch, watch something, something different. new out of your comfort zone watch something different discover something new, read something different. Internet movie database is not IMBD. I always mispronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> or I always get the letters mixed up. That's been bothering me today. I'm like, I keep saying Internet the wrong movie. What? Internet database. Movie database. Okay. IMDB. I think I was saying INDB too. I was I-N flipping down around the DMB. Say. Just had to get that out there. Oh. All right. I absolve thee. Thank so you. if I Thank have you. that power. Yes. Uh, good night, children of the night and the good day night. in the morning.